so um, John, this interview with Jim uh, Inferna, one of our favorite customers here at Wilkins Harley-Davidson, uh, had me a little nervous because I thought you two guys were going to go at it a little bit. Uh, what, you know, how did you feel when he called you buttfuck? I, I was surprised. I had never heard him refer to me as buttfuck, but either way, uh, this guy is a really, Jim is a really interesting guy. I really enjoy our interactions and our banter back and forth. He often takes it up probably a little higher than I would, but that's, but that's Jim. That is Jim, and listeners, you're in for a treat here. Welcome to the Behind the Bars podcast, where we discuss all things motorcycles, memories, and mayhem. Oh, this is awesome. Sponsored by Wilkins Harley-Davidson. Let's get this thing started. Here's John and Mark. So with us today is Jim Inferna. Jim is a uh, longtime Vermont resident, uh, but he came in from New Jersey. Right, Jim? Born in Utah, raised in New Jersey. Oh, yes. no shit. Born in Utah. Anyway, Jim. Jim is a, uh, a longtime Harley-Davidson rider. He is approximately probably late 80s, early 90s. 72. Okay, 72. What? Sorry, I missed that one. And... Uh, um, how many motorcycles have you have you owned, Jim? Quite quite the character. That's why he's on our show today, right, Mark? He, Jim is quite the character. And and listeners, if this one gets out of hand, no, I'm right here to separate these two. <laughs> Clearly, a uh, explicit podcast. This could be Jim. Jim has a, a colorful language. I think is a good yes. way to put it. So, born in Utah, moved to New Jersey. How old did you move? When when did you move to New Jersey? I was probably. Uh... Well, we went probably from, or what? What? what well, age? I'll tell you if you shut up a minute. I went from Utah to New Hampshire to my mom's parents. Okay, and they, my dad couldn't stand that, so then they went to Brooklyn to my dad's parents, and my mom couldn't stand that, and we ended up in an old farmhouse in South Jersey. They have farmhouses in South Jersey, the Garden State, right? The Garden State. Mm, I'm not sure that anybody actually really refers to it as a Garden State. But, I do. Yes. Okay. So you, so you, uh, you were raised in New Jersey, and you have a handful of brothers. I have four brothers. That's the a handful. Handful of yeah, brothers. It is. Um, so that that Donna, Donna's just trying to come in. So we, we'll just have to give her two, two two minutes here, Donna. So Jim's significant other, Donna, was just trying to uh, come into the uh, the studio here. Yeah. So we don't want to interrupt this where this is going. So four brothers, and you were. The oldest. The oldest of the four brothers. Right. And uh, did, did they all ride motorcycles or just you? Uh, four motorcycles and one has boats. Four motorcycles and... Four on motorcycles, one has boats. In fact, my nephew is still racing uh, motocross. He's flat sponsored. track. He, motocross. He's, I race flat, flat track. Okay. So you race flat track. My Did, brother Nick too. Yep, and Nick and Nick was uh, how 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 much younger than you? Two years younger. Two years younger. Two years in a day. And you guys raced flat track together. Motocross too. Motocross too. Fine, thank you. How'd you guys do? We did well. We did well. I always finished in the top ten. Uh, was never a star, but it was hard with the limited finances and. Oh, so you're blaming it on the finances? The reason why you didn't no, do well? No, I I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I am. Okay. So, Jim, so how many motorcycles have you owned over the years? Harley Davidson motorcycles. Not well, we don't want to talk about the other brands right away. 
Harley Davidson eight. Eight motorcycles. Okay. What's I your f- seven here? What's my favorite? What's your favorite? Whatever the one I'm riding. Uh huh. Ooh, whatever one you're riding. I have three. I have a 1974 Chevrolet. Yep. I have a 15 Street Glide, and a 17 Slim. Nice. Mark, what, what do you uh, what do you have for interesting questions for Jim? Well, I I, I am literally just standing here. Uh, trying to make sure this remains civil. You two have a reputation here in the dealership of not exactly getting along. I know you're fond of one another, but um, sometimes we're all left scratching our heads because well, you guys well, use some... Well, let me say this. I know that the, all the meetings you go to, that part of them are to treat your customers with respect. I have never seen that personally, that side of the... Well, it's a choice we all make, isn't it? It so, is. So, but as far as being respected here, I'm abused a lot of times. Okay. You were just referring, you just said earlier, you were telling another customer, I heard you telling another customer that stopped in here, that you felt like every motorcycle came with its own tube of Vaseline. Did you say that? The work done and the, and yes. I get the large tube now. Okay. Like the quart. So, Jim, would you characterize yourself as disgruntled by the way you're treated by our, our, our general manager? I enjoy him, actually. You do I, enjoy I him? I enjoy the confrontation, yeah. Oh, okay. He's Italian. He's Italian. And Greek. Yeah. And, and Greek. Greek. Yeah. It's a great okay. combination. Well, so the... the no, I'm not Italian. I'm Sicilian. It's a difference. There's the, a difference. The story, Mark, that I'm not sure you ever heard about this guy, Jim, who, who can be quite the asshole at times... Hmm. Right, is, I perfected uh, it. It took yeah. me 72 years to yep. do it. Yep, you definitely have it perfected. I will give you that. Everybody will agree <laughs> that you can be it. a yes, freaking asshole have. sometimes. Yep. Oh, yeah? Yep, okay. So, uh, I am going. To, I go on a riding challenge. I'm going to ride across country with my uh, buddy, Tony. So, we're going to decide that we, we ride from Vermont to, to Dallas, Texas. It's not a cross country, but let's. it's a 5,000-mile ride in a nine-day time period, okay? So... Jim and I earlier that year bet on mileage. Who could have the most amount of miles in October? Because the you mi- were sure you were going to win it. Jim, it's my story. It's my podcast. Okay, I just don't want you to get out of just, hand with it. Just, I'll let you talk when you have an op. When I, when, I'll talk when I feel no, like No, you talking. will talk Thank when you. I give you the opportunity. No, I, I will talk when I want gentlemen, to talk. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Let's love one another here. Can I tell the story, Jim? Go ahead. So, month of October, Tony and I, we're going to ride... From Vermont down to Texas, I have a meeting in Texas. So I tell uh, Jim, "Hey, you wanna, you know, this riding competition? I think it was like a heated gear competition. It's pretty cold in the Northeast. How many miles do you want to ride? How many miles do you think you can beat me, etc.?" We throw down. Uh, what what was it? A hundred? Was it a hundred dollars or fifty dollars? Fifty bucks. Fifty dollars plus a meal at Jay Morgan's restaurant, which. For mm-hmm. our listeners, Jay Morgan's is a is a nice restaurant. Yeah, Steak, yeah. uh, lots of cool stuff there, yeah. right? It's pretty expensive. Yeah. So, he does not know I'm going to ride to Dallas. Have you heard this story, Mark? I, I have not. So okay. You, so you weren't transparent with Jim that you already had a, a, a significant ride on Are the you, book. You're saying I, w- I wasn't transparent? Well, I'm just trying to clarify for the listener, um, a little between the lines, that's all. Let me just tell the story. Okay. Okay. So... Uh, we're going to, I'm going to ride down to Texas. I know that I bet Jim, then I decide that, uh, so, so I have a tracking device. I add a tracking device to my motorcycle so that he, uh, so that not Jim, so people can watch on the internet and see where I'm at. Right. So I ride all the way down to Texas and Jim is texting me 
on occasion and just says, you know, checking in, how are things, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so every every couple of days, he, he, he just text messages me and says, how's the ride? Are you having fun? All this other stuff, right? And, and he's kind of playing it off like he's pissed off that I'm that I'm acquiring all this mileage. Is this accurate, Jim? Yeah, so far he's yeah, pretty accurate. So I ride all the way back. It's very cold, 30, 35 degrees when we pull back into Vermont. It's very, very cold. I had every piece of clothing, all my dirty clothing on me, riding back into Vermont just to try to stay warm because it really, really was cold, even with the heated gear. So pull back into Vermont. The last day of this riding competition that Jim and I bet on, Jim pulls in on his Road King. I think he was riding his Road King. Street Glide. Street Glide. doesn't matter what the motorcycle is, but he rides in, pulls in, walks into my office and says, why don't you check my mileage? And I said, well, there's no way you got me beat because I just rode to Dallas and back. And so we get talking and you know what the son of a bitch did? Mark? Do you know what the son of a bitch did? I, no, I, I don't. I wish I you wouldn't refer to me as the son of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, Jim. You know what Jim did? What did Jim do? Jim had his significant other Donna watching my tracking device and guiding him on how far he had to ride. Meaning, he literally stayed back about a day behind me for nine days. He rode all the way down to Florida from Vermont. I rode to Pensacola, Florida. He rode to Pensacola, Florida. I rode over to Dallas. He rode over to Texas. He rode all over the place. I'm sensing this doesn't end well for you, John. So he pulls back in. This is the best <laughs> part of the story. This is where I screwed up. And I'll admit that I screwed up. We pull back in. Uh, or he pulls into the dealership. And I go out. I check his mileage. And I, I tally it up. And I realize, holy shit. He's got me beat by 60 miles. The competition ends at 5 o'clock. And it was maybe 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So what do I do? Instead of letting him ride off, leave, I go grab my riding gear and run out to get on my motorcycle, I should have let him leave because I could have picked up that 60 miles in about an hour or so and still beat him. However, I didn't. I was emotional. And, you were very emotional. Yep. And I got on, I got on my go to get on my bike. And what's he do? He puts his jacket back on and says, where are we going? And followed you. He was going to follow me. Oh, there was no way for me to win at that point. So 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 that that was your that that did irritate me because mm. I felt like he sort of cheated in 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 the competition. So you lost the bet. I'd like to say this: I I'm old and I'm short. John is tall and young and has a very big problem with getting beat. We have bet other times. We had another well mileage contest that I beat you. So on. so I took you to dinner. I yes. paid the fifty dollars and and you know he buys. At the on the menu, yeah, he's not a typical guy when it comes to losing a bet or winning a bet and feeling like he just wants to kind of have fun. Yeah, what's he do? Did you did Most you hammer friends. like I didn't even know what I was eating. Lobsters? I said, "Give me the twenty four ninety five. Are you ordering by price point? Yes. I, oh, Jim, I didn't give a shit what they fed me. All I wanted to do, he had a salad. And the bill came you know, to one hundred and twenty dollars. You know what? Wow. You know what, Jim? Uh, Jim got those uh, shrimp. Those great big massive shrimp oh, that yeah. are like half the size of your hand yeah. to start with. Baby lobsters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were they were a great big shrimp. He got yeah. that for an appetizer, yeah. and he had a great big grin on his face. Yeah. I gave him the fifty dollars. I paid the bet like yeah. I should have, yeah. and 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 it was done. And yeah, you know, there he says he's won a bunch of other bets. I think he won one other one. What we call a rubber rubber band competition. We yeah. shoot a rubber band across the room, and he thinks he's like 
the best person at shooting rubber bands. No one, no one tallies up the, no one, no one, no one measures you in life on whether you can shoot a freaking rubber band. So, we did, John. We did. It was a heated competition, and you lost. So did you lose the rubber band challenge? And that cost you about six hundred bucks. That was the extras on one of the bikes I bought. Yeah, he bought a motorcycle, and he told me that he wanted a backrest or something. And I said, I'm not doing that. So he convinced me to go and shoot rubber bands for the backrest. For the backrest, yeah. Ah. So it did technically cost me about five or six hundred dollars. So Jim, do you sense that John's animosity towards you is because you've taken a lot of money out of his wallet? I have, have beaten him every single time. Oh, it's much not, older than he is. And we used to even bet on music, and I'd beat him. No, he didn't. Oh yes, I did. No, you didn't. So, yes, so are you saying that John is a sore loser? Very sore. Is he a sore loser? He see, he tries to make like he isn't. Yeah. But I heard from other people, like, for instance, his wife, that he carries it with him. He can't. Is that he? Yeah. It eats him up, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Hmm. Well, so here's the thing. I think the animosity is tied to him just being an asshole. That's well, part of it. But the enjoyment I get from beating you, you can't even. You couldn't put a price on it. Okay, well, John has come clean about his feelings a little bit here. Jim, I want to ask you a question. Now, you've come to my office uh, several occasions before visiting John's office, and I do believe you uh, use an expression like something like, is buttfuck here? Right. And then you say, I'm going to go. And <laughs> I never I'm heard gonna... that story. Oh, yeah. He's, he says that about you a lot. And then he, he'll say, I'm going to go rattle his cage. So I think, you know, I'm getting the sense that you, it's sort of sporting for you. I'd like to say this, though. When I say buttfuck, nobody says, who do you mean? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking about, well, right, Mark? I'm going to stay uh, quiet on that uh, since John is my general manager. But no, I never asked that question. <laughs> Mark. Yes, sir. That's... <laughs> with all due respect. Yeah, with um, all due respect. I just want I just wanted to point out to our listeners You're that both. this is a two-way street, that Jim is a Why bit of an agitator. Why did your face turn red when I gave you that look? Like, fuck <laughs> off, Mark. That's what I wanted and to say. He sees well, his job flush before his eyes. Well, I am <laughs> feeling a little flush because I, I, you know, I didn't defend you when Jim called you a buttfuck, and I probably should have. <laughs> But anyway, I want to I want to point out to our listeners: this is a two way dynamic, Jim. You are every bit the agitator oh, exactly. uh, that John is. Uh, so it, it's kind of a two way street. Oh, definitely. No, I think we're uh, we've hey, gone at it. Hey, you want to hear a funny story? Yeah. Hey, so the other day, you know those little scooters, those little lime scooters? Yeah. What year is your old pickup, Jim? Forty nine. A forty nine Chevy. Yeah. Ford. So a forty nine. Ford. Your significant other is here. Just be one more minute. Here, we're just finishing up here, Donna. She's trying to come in the studio. So so she has to go. So I know that. We'll wrap up here. She can't do it without me for long. I understand. So the 49 Chevy pickup? Ford. I Ford just said pickup. Ford. I, I got it. Fine. Ford yeah, pickup. Yeah, the, the 49 Ford pickup. Jim is driving in our capital, hanging out in our capital, uh, Montpelier, Vermont, and uh, parks his uh, 49 Ford pickup and is hanging out in his Ford pickup, texting or whatever it is that... Yeah. That Beautiful Jim machine. does. I've it is it. no, no, no. It, it, that's a gorgeous pickup. And you know what? My favorite story is one of those lime scooters comes in hot and smacks the back of his oh, freaking no. pickup. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that awesome? And and Jim, Jim, Jim is traditionally for the most part, he is not as he's not emotional. He's only he he just does it when he wants to, yeah, right? Yeah. But this forced him to be emotional with a person. Wow. Right, Jim? I scarred her life. Yeah. 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 Sure. 
Well, and what was her response? She just said she was learning, right? And I said, no shit. She says, I'm just learning. I go, no shit. (laughs) And I can't even tell you what the rest of the stuff I said there. But I'm pretty sure whatever country she was from, she's back there now. Well, Jim, (laughs) that's not very nice, Jim. It wasn't nice, no. But I can understand somebody coming in hot and hitting the back of your pickup and... Yeah. And not paying attention to what they were doing on those scooters. I would much rather see one of my kids run over than my old truck. Jim. Wow, Jim. Easy. Jim. See, this is now our listeners are getting the true traditional Jim Inferno, right? No, that's what you want to hear. That's okay. Yeah, he's doing it for ratings. No, I lost my, I did lose my temper, which I probably, I don't always do, but I did. Yes, I did. So... Um, in any event, Jim uh, has been uh, has known me since I was fairly young. He, uh, he he's been coming in here, and uh, I, I used to wash motorcycles when I was in uh, like high school at law range. school. You were in law school. Was I in law school? When you I was told in? me you were going to be a lawyer, right? And I said the thing I hate most in this world, right up there in the top, is lawyers. Right. True um, story. Yeah. Until you need one. I, when I needed one, I, when I got divorced, I defended myself. <laughs> now that go for you. <laughs> I, I'm 72, I'm still working. <laughs> you right, figure so that it answers, out. That answers that. <laughs> so, and anyway, uh, event Mark here, you have any, you have any additional questions for well, Jim? Cause I, I know he, he has to go I, and his I, significant I, other Donna is, is going to be getting pissed, pissy in a bit here if we she don't. She doesn't get pissed. She's very good. Person. She is. Not, we, we all love Donna. I mean, that's why right, I asked you right. immediately, is Donna here? Because well, yeah, we all we often wonder what's Donna doing with Jim. Exactly. I mean, we do ask yeah. True that question. True story. So, yeah. right? you know, in conclusion, though, I, I think it's worth identifying to the listeners that my take on your relationship is that you, Jim, have been somewhat of a mentor to John <laughs> uh, as a man. And I, I see Jim some, is inspirational. I'll yeah. leave it at that. I wouldn't call him a mentor. <laughs> but Jim did just beat cancer. He did. He just did. did yes, and what did. type of cancer was that, Jim? Pancreatic. Pancreatic cancer. That's that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, that was a really challenging time in his life. What was the lesson that came out of that, Jim? The lesson I'm I'm not invincible, which I thought I was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I've I you know what I always enjoyed every single day. So if you want me to say, do I appreciate life? Nah, I always did. Well, you were a, uh, a a bodybuilder. I was Vermont State bodybuilding champ when I was in my forties. What what and year was that? That was in the nineteen twenties. The eighties. The eighties. Okay. And I uh, raced motorcycles. I scuba dive. I downhill ski. And uh, so you were already in pretty good shape. Do you attribute you beating pancreatic cancer because of that? I don't think that? it hurt. I don't think it hurt. No. Right, but so how did you beat it? Well, the doc, good doctors. Good doctors. Good doctors. Okay. Dartmouth Hitchcock was treating me very well. Nice. I would also suggest that it's your attitude because you are, you are a shitty attitude. No, his attitude, Jim. Despite his colorful language, is how I like to say it. Jim is um, a well. He has a big heart. He he yes, often makes exactly. statements that are not truly tied to his to his uh, to to really who he is he'll just make bullshit statements to get you fired up i I think he likes to hide his heart with this sort of curmudgeonly personality he does yeah he does i agree with that he truly the things that come out of his mouth are not really it's not really deep down who he is which is 
I'm a Yankee fan. I'd like to say yeah. that. Oh, Are they, uh, yeah, I, I don't do follow baseball. Where, who's in the World Series this year? Well, he's, he, the fact of the matter is, Jim, is you you say you're a Yankee fan, but you're a fair-weather Yankee fan because now you're on the Dodger bandwagon. Well, I'm a baseball fan. All right, I'll give you that. We have I'm, had many great conversations just to tell, I've seen Jackie Robinson play in Ebbets Field. So. Jackie That's Robinson. Right. Mm-hmm. I have to Wikipedia that one because I'll bet it's <laughs> that's got to be back in the sixties. You got to know. You got to know, you know Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Robinson. Was he was he the, the like a uh, Olympian? Oh God! Oh no! Oh, well, my God. Uh, yeah, we got to move on. We got to. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, we're we're gonna run out of time because Jim's gonna get uh, beat up here if we don't get him out of the studio. Jim, any parting words for our listeners? No, any I appreciate, in all honesty, both you guys. I appreciate our relationship, even though it's rocky. Uh, I still enjoy it. I and I come in here quite often. Why? Because I uh, want to bust your your balls, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's sport, <laughs> and it works a lot of times. Jim, do you listen to our podcast? I don't know how to do that, but I'll try to I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim, yeah. it's been a pleasure. Jim, it's been with a pleasure. Today. Sincerely, pleasure. thanks for taking the time to visit with Behind the Bars podcast. And uh, hopefully we'll have this one after editing up in about a week because we got to. No, we can't. We're not editing this one. This one is. This is gold. Yeah, we'll just leave it the way it is. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let me know. I'll have to let Donna know so she can play it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jim. Thank Thank you. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Behind the Bars podcast, sponsored by Wilkins Harley Davidson. Stay tuned for our next exciting podcast. Check out additional information on WilkinsHarley.com.